Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Calling Tau City. Turn on your radio. I know we had some words last time, but that was so long ago. I got your message. It was a little harsh, you know. It's still a little hard for me to hear. Please take it slow. Welcome to Starship Sofa, part of the District of Wonders network. Everyone has a story in the District of Wonders. Come and find yours. I'm tuning in to your transmissions. I'm waiting to be found. And I'm building rockets. I'm pointing them to the moon. This is the Starship Sober. Everybody, welcome. Hello and welcome to Sure, There isn't a number. No. This is, to be honest, this is, it's a strange one. <laughs> Trust us, it's a very strange one. Very strange for me as well. Um, It's all to do with, I seem kind of beat, so, you know what I mean? It's all to do with my health. Yeah. I did a video. It's been a few months into making this. I did a video on YouTube, and I've pulled the audio from that, and I'm just going to play it now, because you'll understand I don't want to kind of talk about this again. But I'll play this, you know, and hopefully we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. I've got a, like a little section from Amy to come, and we've got stories coming as well. But I'll play this and then you'll understand what kind of position I'm in. Two days after Steve died, I'm in South Tyneside Hospital having a CAT scan for a possible cancer of the bladder. Right then. This is going to be a, I don't, I don't know what to be honest, <clears throat> it's going to be a kind of weird video for me to make and all I'm going to do is just sit down and talk and I'm going to get emotional, I'm getting emotional now but we'll try and crack through that. So, where to begin? <clears throat> Let's start at the very beginning, <laughs> it's not as bad as you know when I start. So for a while for a while and even up here when I do videos you know what I mean I've always kind of said 
I've got the bladder the size of a walnut. You know what I mean? And that's kind of a weird thing to start off a video. But, you know, I've always kind of like, never, and my wife said, you need to train your bladder. Drink lots of water and go to, you know, and go to, you just, it builds up, you get a, big, a better bladder, you can hold, and like, that's the problem. I can't hold me water. I can't hold me drink. And I never had been able to. And, and I can even remember like working in con- like the control room of my old work. You know what I mean? I would kind of have one of these big, things of orange juice and I'd be like you'd have to because our control room's like a secure one it was all like because it was the control room you know what I mean it was all like security passes and you had to go through getting a glass doors and everything like that to get to the toilet and I was like always having to like go through this umpteen times a day and I was thinking people must just think I'm going for a quick fag or you know what I mean that kind of thing well it got you know it we went to about say six months ago we kind of went to Windermere and there was one night, and it was with the kids, and we all had this lovely time, and a lovely time, to be honest. But I was up through the night, and yes, I'd had, like, I mean, I don't drink, but I drink kind of Coke now, and I've kind of stopped drinking for about two years now. Don't miss it at all, to be honest. But there was one night where we kind of went out for a pizza meal, you know what I mean, and I was, like, drinking Coke and that. But I was up seven times through the night. And I was like, from there, I was like, that ain't right, man. That's just not... You know what I mean? Why well, can... Like... And, yes, the younger people, you know what I mean? I kind of look at my son and he can just, like, go at once. You know what I mean? And it's just, like... And it it comes out like a waterfall. You know what I mean? It's like a geezer when he goes to the toilet. You know what I mean? You can kind of hear it in the kitchen. And for me, it's just like... Mm, that ain't... That's no fire hose there. So, this is where it kind of gets a little bit kind of hard... We lost Steve, as you know, and that just like, bloody hell. You know what I mean? I just, even now, I've kind of buried my head and tried, you know, when I come up here, I kind of try not to think. It's harder in the garden because he's like advice and he's, he's, you know, he's just, his presence is here. Even in this garden, he was never here, but he knew this garden of the back of his hand. Do you know what I mean? So he would say in like a little throwaway comment to only just, Make sure you've that little kind of thing on the cauliflowers is, 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 is just check it out. He knew everything, he knew each bed. Do you know what I mean? And to lose Steve so quickly, just I mean, it knocked everyone. I'm not kind of, but it just it knocked me two days after Steve died. I'm in South Tyneside Hospital having a CAT scan for a possible cancer of the bladder do you know what I mean and it's just like I don't know relax anyway at that time I didn't know do you know what I mean and and that's what I'm kind of getting around to kind of saying do you know what I mean (laughs) you don't know until you know so I have this CAT scan then, if you remember, we went down to Bristol and we stayed in this cottage and everything up to that time was fine. And, you know, I, di- I didn't know, you know, the, the kind of anything results or anything like that. Gets back, the day after we get back from the first time we went into this cottage, because we're doing this cottage as like a pre-run for this holiday we've just had, you know, see if it was all right, because there was a few people going down, it was fine, it was lovely. We had a fantastic time. The day I gets back, I had to go for... You know, I had the CAT scan, then I've had to go for... 
and it, you're awake and you, it's like a, a kind of camera up, you know, your, your waterworks. And that's a bizarre thing as well, the kind of... <laughs> just the craziest thing. So the day after we come back from that time, I'm in Sunderland, kind of Royal Hospital, or, or in Sunderland Hospital, and I'm waiting in this room to have this procedure. You know, I'm not like knocked out or anything like that. It's all done kind of when you're awake. They give you a little bit of anaesthetic and the kind of... Whoop. I mean, two, two nurses, kind of. And I'm waiting and waiting, and this, I hate hospitals. I hate hospitals, you know what I mean? Fancy. But it's always like, you, there's always rooms where there's no windows, and I get a little bit kind of claustrophobic, and I've got anxiety, and it kind of just, you know what I mean? Anything sets it off, height sets it off, kind of claustrophobic sets it off. And I'm getting, you know, and eventually, like 25 minutes later, you know, sitting in this gown with a backside hanging out, you know what I mean? The nurse comes in before I've even had the operation. And she says, we've had a look at your CAT scan on your bladder. We're kind of 90% sure. She says, I'm 90% sure. She says, you know, we'll, we'll go through all the procedures that you've got cancer. Oh, when you hear them words, mother fucker. I don't know how brave you are, man. Up until that point, do you know what I mean? It, I'm not saying it was a, a laugh or anything, but I wasn't taking it seriously. Fuck me, man, when I when you hear that. Do you know what I mean? She says, I've seen enough. She says, we're not 100% sure we're going to get you in, you know, and we'll have a little look. And Melanie's sitting in the car, and, you know, we've got this new Volvo. Melanie's cleaning out in the car with a little hoover. Because <laughs> she says, I'll wait for you, and I'll just clean the car out. I goes in. You know what I mean? And there's two lovely... Honestly, it's unreal how nice the people are. And they put this camera up, and funny enough, she says, do you want to have a look? And I had a look. And she says, there. You know what I mean? And I couldn't see anything. But then I seen this thing. This thing was like a, a limpid or, or, or some kind of... It almost looked like... I'm not going to say like a crustacean, but it was just something there. You know, I was like, all right. And I thought that was part of the kind of, you know, the thing, the, the the mechanics of it. And they said, you know, after that, she says, we'll sit you in the room, we'll have a little chat, can you bring your wife in? Again, these are these are things you do want to hear. Do you know what I mean? It's best if you bring your wife in, we're going to have a little chat. And I was like, this is... And it's... I know this is a cliche and I know it's kind of... But when the... It's honestly other people... This happens to other people, and it's just like, eh, this is me. This is like, inside here, I'm a 14-year-old boy who, like, wears short pants, who loves Star Wars, who, like, likes science fiction, who likes gadgets, who's just a kid. And to be told that, bring your wife in, we need to have a, you know, a serious chat. And I remember Melanie's voice. When I phoned her, I remember a tone. Do you know what I mean? It just like it, it just hit her, and it was just like up until that point, it had been like because I've had like you know I've had the camera up there. I've had a <laughs> the camera's been everywhere. This last one you hit bloody fifty-five. I had a polyp in the bowel, and you know that's still. But you know you're waiting for results, and I never kind of and the result come yet. Yeah, everything's okay. We're going to take it out just to be safe, but it's not cancerous. You know what I mean? So I was in that kind of frame of mind and then 
like I say, I got Melanie came in and then after seeing it on video, she was 99% sure it was cancerous. You know what I mean? What they're going to do now, she says, is we're going to bring you back in. She says, we still don't know exactly. We're going to bring you back in in about a fortnight. Nobody picked it up, and I'll mention this in a second. Nobody picked it up. I thought someone might have done. We're going to have to put you to sleep, which was a thing that scared the shit out of us, I'll be honest. I haven't, I was, when I was a kid, I had my teeth knocked out. It put gas on. I was fighting everything. That's traumatic as well. So in two weeks' time, we're going to knock you out. And it's a, it's like a, a solid rod kind of thing. We're going to go up and scrape the cancer off, give you a chemo flush. This is what they said. And the word chemo, it just, honestly... And this is why I've been doing the kind of daily videos. It's just the one thing I can kind of forget. Get it off, you know what I mean? Just get that darkness away and just be with yous. I know it sounds, be with yous and just talk about gardening and like the mundane of pulling a weed, you know what I mean? Like fighting weeds and butterflies. That's what I want to do. I don't want to kind of talk about chemo, hair loss and everything like that. So... Two weeks come, and like I say, this thing about being put to sleep, to be honest, put me in a... I know I've got the, the thing, the, why I'm getting put to sleep, but it put me in a hell of a dark place. To be honest, I was just terrified. I went in on this day. You know, you walk in with your bag, and you're just walking in, and it was like a... Apparently, it was a day, day surgery, but there was a chance they might keep me in. Do you know what I mean? So I was kind of... Sorry, I had to kind of, the camera overheated there. It's getting too emotional as well. I had to kind of cool it down. So anyways, I goes in for this operation. And like I say, I'm in this day centre. They give you these white socks. And it seemed to take ages. Do you know what I mean? You're sitting in this reception area with everybody for an hour. Then I moved to this other room. The anaesthetic came. And anaesthetist came, sorry, and taught about it. Then I was waiting another hour, then another hour. And then I was eventually given gowns, changed, and then she said, the next time you go, you'll be going down. By that time, it's been like four hours or something, you know what I mean? And I'm, I, I seem to like go over the hurdle of being scared of this, you know, getting put to sleep, and I just kind of accepted it. And to be honest, there was nothing to worry about, you know what I mean? A big soft sod, nothing to worry about. I come out of it, and I'm in the kind of recovery area, and the surgeon comes in and, you know, I'm thinking this is the end. Because what she said was the nurse, when she rang up to tell us about this procedure, they give you, like, advice of what's going to happen. She says, we're going in to get it out. It's not just an exploratory to see if it's cancer. We're going to go in there to get it out. That's the whole thing. You know what I mean? I came out of it, you know, and thinking, and, man, did I want to go to the toilet. I and I didn't realise I had a catheter there. And for an hour, I like, and I didn't realise I could just let it go. You know, I'm trying to hold on to my way because I just was so confused. And he actually didn't say, the, the, the young lad who's kind of looking after us, just let it go. It's a feeling. But I thought I would weigh myself. And it was just going into a bloody bag anyways. Anyways, the surgeon came in, you know, to kind of check, you know, how are you doing, Tony, all right? He says, I'll be honest, he says, what I've got is, so this is the kind of description, I've got a bladder, which is, you know, I guess, just think of it the size of a, an orange, or a maybe, a, I don't know, like I say, a grapefruit size, on the, and it only happens, or it happens only to males, and it only happens, I'm not sure how many, but 
not every meal has this effect. I've got like another bladder attached to that bladder. And this other little bladder is the one that's gone cancerous. Now, I don't know if I've had this, I forgot to kind of ask that, if this little bladder has been there since I've been born, or is it something that's just kind of happened and developed? So there's like a melon, not a melon, see, like a, a grapefruit size with like a, a two-thirds size golf ball on the side. Now, what they said when he came, he says, you know, and to be honest, I'm anxious about going to, t you know, I, I I can't go to the theatre because I need to go to the toilet that often. You know, when, when the pictures, I've got to sit at the Nile. It, it's such a, going on a journey to Bristol, it's an anxious thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it stresses a bit because I haven't got that capacity to kind of hold me, me way. So, he came out and he said, to be honest, Tony, he says, well, you know, and this is when I'm kind of coming through, but I was awake enough. He says, I think we're going to have to take the bladder out. He says, it's looking like that's the, you know, the best option. He says we could cut it, but he says it's in such a, a difficult place. We could cut that off, this kind of thing, but it's such an awkward place. He says it's it's not 100% going to be a success. And I was like, when I heard that, I was like, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Take it off, you know what I mean? That's it, get it off, get it off. I'll, it'll ease all the kind of, the, you know, the, the worry of the bladder thing, yes, I'm going to have a bag, yes, this, you know what I mean, the kind of, you know, I wasn't kind of, I was all right. Then, and this is what, I thought I was in a dark place then, <laughs> you know what I mean, I thought that was the end of it, honestly. Then he said, but the CT scans picked up a couple of nodules on your lung, and we need to check them out. And I was like, and it, it okay. This is where they kind of, and, and I don't know if I kind of should have had some sort of, I don't know, something to kind of pick us up or something, but this is where I, because then I'm thinking, straight away I'm thinking, it's spread, this cancer spread, I have got cancer, it's spread to me lungs, you know, and I'm thinking, they're like, bless him, Steve, if that's how kind of, do you know what I mean, and So anyway, I get wheeled into the, the room, I kind of, I'm there overnight to pull the catheter out, do you know what I mean? <clears throat> I guess the letters, they keep coming now, do you know what I mean? Once you're in the system. So, I get a letter after all that, and bear in mind, I thought that would be it, but it's not, it's like, and you never, I mean, they kind of tell you until they know. So all they can tell you is what they know. So, you know what I mean, they need to kind of find out you know, I, I went to see the consultant after, you know, and how are you, Tony? You know what I mean? He's just nicest guy. Been in Bristol, lived in Bristol, lived in Clifton, where it's like, it's my little kind of mecca down there. I love it. There's a holiday place. He says, this is where we're at. He says, and he's blunt as anything. Do you know what I mean? He's, he, I guess he's got to be. He says, so we've got this bladder problem, and he told us that kind of, and he says, do you want to have a look at it? And I didn't. I just, and I was just in some sort of kind of, bizarre uh, place, do you know what I mean, I was kind of, Melanie was there, so Melanie was taking it all in, I was wasn't taking it in, and this, from this talk, was like, it pushed me so far down, it was just like, I kind of probably should have been, had something to kind of pick us up, it was just been horrific, they need to check, 
the need, we need to find out what these nodules are before we can do this operation. And if this, op and if this cancer has spread to the lungs, then we're not going to do the operation. It's not worth it. We're going to give you chemo, and then you'll be in like a palliative care. And I, I don't know. You know what I mean? How long? How long you got? Do you know what I mean? And Steve didn't have long at all. Do you know what I mean? And you're in that position where if it's spread, you've, you know, I'm not saying you, you, you can't, you know what I mean? But it's, he says, we need to get you a PET scan before we're going to do anything. And they give us like a kit, like a practice test kit for all this kind of, and I just wasn't bothered. It was this, this nodules on my lung were kind of the, the thing that I've got to, you know, like get through. I get a date for a, like, now it's getting close to Reed's graduation. So we'll put in a date of, I think, the 4th of, to see him again. I had to have a thing called a PET scan, which is not a CAT scan. Similar kind of thing, but I'll tell you about it. Really not. Because he said, oh, yeah, it's like a donut machine and you go through. Really not. But Reed's graduation was, you know what I mean, and... He was going on holiday, so we picked the date. Then he had to cancel it because he says, oh, I've mixed up my dates for my holiday. I had to see him on the 2nd, so that was yesterday, when I'm recording this. I'm recording this on the 3rd, just after that tour we've just watched, just done. I had to have a PET scan before I went to, I don't know, where? Bristol. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit, you know what I mean? You can understand. So we had to book in a PET scan. It had to be at the Freeman Hospital, which is about 10 miles away, which is the only one. Again, it was just like in and out. But I, was, I went to the Freeman Hospital. Again, it was underground. There are all these places that are underground. No wind, there's nothing. And I heard this. I heard the nurse say to her, like a lady, right, I'm going to give you an injection. If we can just wait, we'll wait about an hour, and then we'll do the scan. And I was like, oh, what's this? You know, because the, pet, the the cat scans, you're kind of on the bench, and away. I was like, all right. So they called me eventually, you know, and she says, right, she says, this is how it's going to work, Tony. She says, the pet scan's a little bit different from a cat scan. We're going to give you an injection of radiation. <laughs> Kid you not. Right? She says, then you're gonna, we're going to have to wait an hour for it to go through your system. Then we'll do the... The, the scan I was like right right and I'm no work of a lie it like it came in a lead line box this this injection thing and it was all like you couldn't get into it so it was like a box of radiation that's how she just she just said it's radiation and they put the needle in through a few contraptions pulled out this liquid put it inside us and this liquid would show through this PET scan everything you know what I mean it was kind of this is then I had to go to Bristol and try and enjoy myself and, and funny enough the first the first day I got there kind of I broke down to be honest only barely seeing it like because the last time we were there cancer wasn't an option you know what I mean yeah I'd had the can the, the cat the cat scan but I was wasn't thinking that it could have went anywhere like this do you know what I mean when I went there the second time we were unloading the car, I just started to bore my eyes out. And Melanie's kind of hugging us away and hugging us away. And... Anyway, so, 
So, in the graduation day, I didn't, because every day you think you're going to die. Do you know what I mean? That's like, how long have I got? And I've been sowing all these seeds, planting all this, and it's like, it's hollow. It's fucking hollow what you feel. Do you know what I mean? We've booked to see ABC, that 80s band, in February with an orchestra, and I'm thinking, what's the point? You know what I mean? Oh, such a dark place. We had to see the consultant. <clears throat> I got a letter saying, can you come in on a second to see us? Do you know what I mean? And we'll have a chat. I've, you know what I mean? The results should be back. We'll have a, you know, of your lung. We'll have a... This was kind of yesterday. <sighs> Funny enough, I had a good night's sleep. Do you know what I mean? I kind of... You know what I mean? That was... So we went, 9.15, do you know what I mean, I was up at bloody 6 o'clock, 9.15, and, you know, I said hello Tony Smith for the kind of thing, and everything was just kind of, fuck me, just bizarre, it was just like I was in a dream, to be honest, as soon as we sat in the waiting room, full, to be honest, Tony, can you just come through, I was like, and it was a, it was a nurse that was in kind of, almost like regimental gear it's just like top and I was thinking oh fuck me this is like and I walked into the room and he said it hadn't spread he said there's no cancer anywhere just this thing. I did exactly this when I see them. Melanie was hugging us, and I was just in some sort of like, do you know what I mean? He said, forget all that. He says, we've had looks. He actually did say, they'll monitor it. And he says, there was something in a gland. And he says, we'll come to that later. He says, I'm not bothered about that now. It, it, and he says, it hasn't kind of shown up as cancerous, but there's something in a gland up there. He says, they'll come and get you and they'll probably put a needle in and see what it is. And I'm not, he says, don't even worry about that yet. Let's concentrate on this. And he says, funny enough, your bladder is in pristine condition. He says, if we could save it, it's like a perfect bladder. He says, it's this thing on the end, and because this cancer in the bladder, or this, you know, this cancer, it drives in urine. He says, you, this is the only way. So I've got to have a bladder removed. So I'm going to have, and I've had a little kind of practice now, like a, a bladder bag on, like a stoma bag, what I think they call them, and... That's booked now for round about the 15th of August. Maybe, he says, maybe the, you know, the 21st, somewhere around there, because there's, a, there's a, a strike on. But he says, and and when the first time he talked about it, I, I never kind of took much notice of it. It's, it sounds a pretty horrific thing, but the horrificness is nowhere near as horrific as the other option of kind of, you know what I mean, what could have been. 
so basically it's done by a robot i think you know the, the consultants there and it's done by a robot i'm turned upside down it takes an hour to knock us out or, or get us into this kind of deep state i think it's three hours to remove the bladder it's an hour to kind of build up and put the stoma back then it's another hour to bring us out of recovery i'm in there for about five days First day you'll be fine, he says. Second day your tummy starts to hurt. Third day it kind of extends and it's full of gas. If you don't fart it out, we've got to put a tube down your nose, into your gut to get out this gas. He says, I think he says about a third of the folks he does has to go down that way, which yeah, we'll just have to put, put up, you know what I mean? So let's hope I can fart like a really trooper. And then he said, recovery's round about six to 12 weeks no lift no driving definitely for like six weeks she says the lady the nurse says who were just gorgeous to be honest you've got to be able to withstand like a an emergency break you know what i mean because the they don't just take out the bladder they take out the the prostate they take out the glands they take everything out do you know what I mean? It's a kind of whole kind of kit, and the whole kit comes out. There's six holes, six insertions. The biggest is probably about two inches, where they have to kind of soak out the bladder and all that kind of thing. But what it means is, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I, I mentioned about the garden. Do you know what I mean? And like I say, this is my little world. This and maybe I can stand with a hose pipe for a bit, but a lot of it's going to be kind of just left, do you know what I mean? And I'm paranoid about the weeds taking over and things like that. And yeah, you know, Melanie said she's gonna come up, they're coming up and they're gonna water and, you know, Aidan's will come up at the daughter's boyfriend, you know, the son's still here. I think the weed goes back down in a couple of weeks' time. You know, so hopefully it's kind of, but there's not, and there's not gonna be probably as, you know, as many videos and that's that kind of, I'll miss that. Do you know what I mean? I love doing it, like I say, that was the one thing, the video was just for them few hours of like filming and editing. Nothing, thoughts were there, you know. But unfortunately I'm not going to be doing many videos. I'm still going to, I mean I've got a bike coming tonight. Another <laughs> bloody e-bike's coming tonight. I've got, you know, I want to do the kind of, the pizza, cook fresh tomatoes on the pizza and, you know. We'll just see how the, you know, how I go. Obviously, I'm going to be kind of sitting down, you know, and showing you my bag. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You've got to say that, you know what I mean? You're in for it for the ride. But yes, that's it. And I even, you know what I mean, got a message off Steve. Because I couldn't, I couldn't go to Steve's funeral. And that has preyed on us so much. And that's because I was thinking I was going the same way, you know what I mean? I could have went, you know, in time-wise, yeah, I was, you know, going through CAT scans and... Oh, this scan I got, have I jumped? This PET scan with the radiation was like, because I'm claustrophobic, and the, this, I've just forgot about mentioning this, it's a it's a wider, it's a thicker tube, you know, it's not like a kind of MRI scan where the whole body's in, but it's it's probably from my knees to my head long, but you're in there for 20 minutes and you eventually kind of, you jut out. So every, say, four minutes, you'll move a little bit and move a little bit. And it does the full kind of first time, because when I had the, inje you know, I woke, I fell asleep waiting in the hour in the room. You know what I mean? I fell asleep. She woke us up and she's quite Tony, your turn. 
and I seen this machine, I clocked it straight away, I went, mm, and there's all this kind of beaches and blue sky, you know, it's all done nicely, and I, but I clocked this machine and I went, she says, well, just go, go and take about 20, 25 minutes. She just went pale, do you know what I mean, kind of, even the thought of, like, the cancer, this thing, you know what I mean, it's like, it's just like, I went in, and then it just kind of, it goes up, man, it goes right up, so you're there, do you know what I mean? I went, whoa, 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 <laughs> they ran in, I don't know why, I, there's obviously something, you know what I mean, it's, they ran in, and, what's wrong, Tony, are you, are you all right? I says, this is, um, this is, this is not what I expected. She talked us through it, set it away again. Wow, 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 stopped it again. They ran in, she says, she says, it's got to be done. I says, have you got, she says, have you got any volume? I says, I, I always carry something in case I get a, like a panic attack, which I, touch wood, I don't have them now. I said, oh, I've got, I've got one. Oh, she says, but it'll take 20 minutes, 30 minutes. There's a queue, we've got a queue. We might not get you done today. Well, I knew I had to get it done today because of the second, and then he's on holiday, and that, you know what I mean? And it just, I just said, put us, you know what I mean? And it, again, this thing kind of washed over, and I, I went in and I, I did it, you know what I mean? I was shaking. I couldn't stop this. And I'm thinking, it's going to be a void, <laughs> a void kind of shot, video, or like photograph, because I just, I mean, backside off the bench my knees were like honestly I'm, I was like that because of this you know you're there and she gave us a face mask you know what I mean and I kind of took that off and actually you had to put your hands behind your head and she says is it better if you put your hands behind your side this is like the second time I went oh that yeah I might try that but then she wrapped us in this kind of steel like metal like heavy lead <laughs> I don't know what blanket like with velcro so I was like that so that's the second time I went in was like, I was like oh, no. <laughs> but the third time was all right. And when I come out, she says, Tony, being a lovely big boy, and she give us some cookies, some biscuits, <laughs> like a little packet of custard creams for being so brave. <laughs> so that's it. And to be honest, like there's two ways I'm looking at it at the moment. The father-in-law had bowel cancer and had lung cancer, different types, different parts of his lifetime, lived till he's 90. I've just heard my granddad, my mother didn't tell us this, but my granddad had a, like a, a bag, a bowel bag on him, you know, and lived till like he's 90. I've heard all these kind of, you know, you live with it, you know, it's going to be a weird thing having this, and but it's, it's in a way it's going to be kind of a little bit more relaxing, where I can just carry it, you know, empty it when I need, instead of this kind of panic that sets in, you know what I mean? It kicks, this is what kicks off anxiety. I can go to the, the theatre now, I can watch some kind of opera. <laughs> I'd, honestly, I'm, they're, they're going to put us in touch with someone who's like a bit of a, like a liaison guy who's been there and who's had this bag for 15 years, who's great and chats about it, how he lives with it. Do you know what I mean? On a night time, I think I connected to a bigger... If anyone's out there who's going to, who's going, you know what I mean? Hey, listen, I'll have a chat with you. You, you have like a nighttime bag, you know what I mean? On your, and you kind of click it off. You, apparently, you empty them every six to seven times a day, which is quite a lot. I was thinking because that's longer than see. A, a, if I went to see like Avatar, the movie, three-hour movie, 
but this, she said, the, the nurse said, there's loads of workarounds, you just have another bag on your leg. So you have a bag there, going into a bag there, she says, it's, there's, there's, there's every scenario you can think of, there's a, there's a, a method for it. So, that's the way it is, and like I say, this option is, because straight away, like you mentioned, this has got to be, this has got to come out. But when he said the long thing, it was just like, that's the thing that I couldn't get out of this kind of thing until I realised this. Now I can kind of concentrate on this and, you know, get get that and live with that, which is one of the things. It's better than living the other way and not, not knowing, do you know what I mean? And not having, I mean, like you say, bloody Steve. And, and that's been the... And I had, you know, I, I, I kind of told... I told a few people, I told the potty mouth, and they've just been lovely, you know what I mean, everyone in there. But Audrey mentioned this thing straight away, and Audrey comes up with, like, doesn't chat much in the in the in in our little kind of WhatsApp thing, but just says the kind of, the things you want to hear, and she says, it's not Steve's cancer, it's yours, it's totally different. Something like, in them, and that, that helped, you know what I mean, it just was, like, awesome. So I just want to thank them, and I told Ian, you've grown local as well, and that's all I've kind of mentioned to be honest and I've wanted to kind of mention this and I was but I didn't know that the kind of I didn't know my route and it just kept on like something else something else something else but now I can kind of sit and think right whatever happens I know which direction I'm going do you know what I mean I'm not going down this freaking dark path just yet but it does feel like I kind of, you know, I know like the father and all lived to like 90 and he had loads of people living, you know what I mean, after I've had that, like it is one in 500, I've got this bag. It does feel like, there's like Jaws, there's a drop of water went into an ocean and there's sharks. Do you know what I mean, when you've got, you've had cancer, there's kind of, it, it's, it's like that kind of thing, you know what I mean, so, there we go, there we go. I think this might have went on a little bit too long but you know what i mean so i'm hopefully going to be here i'm hopefully going to be you know coming up and doing videos i just we'll just see but i just wanted to tell you it's been i've wanted to tell you for <laughs> just to be honest but again i didn't know which way look after yourself i'm going to unpack a bike now <laughs> i've got everything to do before the bloody 15th take good care thank you for this Talk to you.
blast myself on a radio wave, I might get to you someday. If books were rocket ships, I'd need only the will to fly. I'm still building word by word, and I'll get out there by and by. I'll get out there by and by. I'll get out there. I'll get out there by and by. I'll get out there by and by. I'll get out there, out there by and by. I'll get out there by and by. I'll get out there, out there by and by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.